0: <clears throat> hey guys, welcome back to uh, Clamps Talks. Thanks, you guys, for listening to me again today, those of you who are listening. Um, it is a typical fall day outside, cloudy and a little wind, which is not too much bad for me. I really don't care much for it. It's pretty chill. Happy it's Friday, though. It's Friday, and um, I finished with group a little while ago. It took me a long ass time to take my piss test. I don't fucking know why I'm sitting there or whatever, but I wanted to make a, uh, do a podcast today give me one second taking my anxiety meds um i'm gonna do a podcast today about um wizard's rules and um so um basically for right now i'm gonna give a little intro until i got hip to this um in 2012 i was at the homeless shelter faith mission um i was just coming off a lot of random stuff in my life or whatever almost two years of being homeless so um i was there and um no, was, I was like friends at Homeless, yeah, and I met this older, um, older, uh, black guy, um, light-skinned guy, and, um, me and we were talking about some, you know, intellect talk, you know, he's really an intellectual person, and, um, he was asking if I heard of, heard of Wizards Rules, I'm like, no, I what the fuck is that, and he had me look it up or whatever, um, it's a series of books that, um, not named that, um, every book's named differently or whatever, but they're, uh, uh, a series of books by this, this guy named, um, Terry Goodkin, and, um, it's a fantasy type of book, which I'm not really into, but, yeah, but every book has a, a rule into it, basically a life rule in it, and you can actually look it up on Wikipedia, you can just go through each one and read it or whatever, but I'm gonna explain those or whatever. Um, there's 11 of them that I know for sure, so I'm gonna do, try to do, like, 11 different segments on them, I'm not gonna do them all in one day, you know what I mean, I'll try I'll probably t- I probably, yeah, I probably will try to keep it all together so it's like, you know, you know I don't have to skip around. But, um, so, yeah, my next segment, I'm gonna start, I'm gonna start with Wizard's Rule number one. Thanks, guys. Okay, we're back with segment two on, uh, Wizard's Rules. Okay, I'm gonna read what Wizard's Rule number one is. Um, okay. Wizard's First Rule. People are stupid. Given proper motivation, almost any, almost anyone will believe almost anything. Because people are stupid, they will believe a lie because they want to believe it's true or because they're afraid it might be true. People's heads are full of knowledge, facts and beliefs and most of it is false. Yet they yet they think it's all true. People are stupid. They can only rarely tell the difference between a lie and the truth and yet they are confident that they can. And so they're all the easier to fool. Um So um it goes on, I'm going to read this, um, and this is actually from the book or whatever, this second thing. Because of Wizards' first rule, the old wizards created confessors and seekers as a means of helping find the truth. When the truth is important enough, Darken Roll, is a character in the book, knows the knows the wizard's rules. He is using the first one. People need an enemy to feel a sense of purpose. It's easy to lead people when they have a sense of purpose. Sense of purpose is more important by far than the truth. In fact, truth has no bearing in this. Dark and Roll is providing them with an enemy other than himself. A sense of purpose. People are stupid. They want to believe, so they do. Okay. Um. When I first read that first rule, it resonated a lot with me because I, I it just, me being a complete factual person, you know what I mean, like you know, I, it, it made sense to me then when, why, when I tell the truth to people, they, you know, reject it a lot, a lot of people, cause I tell very truths to a lot of people and they just completely reject it. You know what I mean? Like, and, and they, cause they don't want to know the truth. They'd rather, it's much easier to, 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 to believe a lie. It just completely is. Someone could lie to, I've known people that's getting lied to in their fucking faces for years and they just still believe it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm like, well, why do you keep believing this? It don't make sense um, but people, you know, they just, they just do that, I, I can't, but it's hard for people to break that, it really is, I've noticed that, because, you know, somebody could be in a situation or something like that, and I'll, you know, somebody could be completely lying to them, and I'll tell them the truth, like, yo, this is what's going on, bro, they don't want to believe it, because they want to believe what this person is telling them is the truth, they don't believe they're being lied to, but it goes along with that, just, that line is, people are stupid, literally, people are stupid, I know people, me being a person that's, um, again, a factual person, everything I say is complete fact, everything, well, besides opinionated stuff, when I'm talking about something that's actually factual, history, or something like that, or politics, it's all straight facts, Um, so when I hear people talk about stuff, let's just take politics, for example, and they have no idea they're, they're, that whatever politician they're talking about is, is just completely lying, they want to believe this so much, but you can literally bring facts to them, like, no, this is what's actually being done, you feel me, and they will reject it, like, no, no, you just, that's bullshit. No, this is actually fact. This is what this is. You want to believe that, that's a lie, though. You know what I mean? But this is actually what's true. People just don't want to believe it. And um, that's a that's a complete just conundrum, not a conundrum, but it's just, it's insane to me. It's insanity to me why people just wouldn't want to, don't want to know the truth or believe the truth. That causes a lot of problems in my life with people because they just, I'm, I'm compelled to tell people the truth. So... It, and they just don't want to hear it, and then they just keep hurting themselves over and over again. That's why I prefer people in my life that tell me the truth. You know what I mean? Like, don't tell me some shit you think I want to hear. Don't lie to me. Tell me the fucking truth. Be real with me. Um, but also what he had said, what the um this passage has said about um that guy wanting everybody to have a common enemy and having a sense of purpose. People lie to people like people love being lied to for a sense of purpose. You know what I mean? And having a common enemy like uh, take right after people don't like like, people don't understand about our government our government has completely lied to us about a lot of things you feel me for us to come together and have a common enemy it happened in world war ii it happened in vietnam it definitely more than likely happened with 9-11 you know like so after 9-11 happens they people literally believe that all muslims are the same they're all islamic extremists and that's not the case a very small fraction of the of the billion people that are, that are Islamic, you know what I'm saying, are actually extremists. So, but that didn't stop people, American, a lot of Americans for, um, doing acts of of torment to, um, that, that race of people, you know what I mean? Like for years, especially immediately after 9-11, I mean, you were getting discriminated against left and right. If you, if you were quote unquote, as they say, a towel head or whatever, which is, that's fucked up to say to somebody, but it's just that, but people don't understand when you, mass manipulate people to have a common enemy it's cool everybody's fine with it and then they want to go whatever along with that like there was in 2002 this thing called the patriot act passed because of 9-11 and all these people were just gun holed with it yeah 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 but i'm like but you literally if you read it it would have said your civil liberties are being taken away and if you're labeled a terrorist that means could be you that just don't mean foreign people that can be domestic people too if you're labeled a terrorist You could be detained indefinitely without charges. That's against your. That's against your rights. That's against your civil liberties. You know what I mean? But people were like, no, it don't matter. This needs to happen because they all have the same common enemy. People, you, 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 people have the same common enemy. They will go against their whole beliefs. You feel me? To hate somebody or hate a large group of people, just because other people, somebody's giving them a purpose to. It's ridiculous. It's like, um. It's like that, or people, people believe mass lies, and they, and they want to. Like, for instance, I've heard people talk so, so crazy about, oh my god, black people, Hispanic people, this and that, or whatever, right? sucking up the welfare and food stamps. Actually, statistically, if you look at the numbers, actually, there are more Caucasian people on government assistance than African American people and Hispanic people. People don't know the numbers of that, but they believe that lie. You know what I'm saying? They want to believe that lie, because it creates a common enemy for them. You know, like um, or uh, like it. What what's strange to me is when people can find their. How do I put this? They can find. How damn? How do I make this make sense? It's like people can have a common enemy, and that enemy, enemy is themselves, and they don't realize it. And I, I guess it's a weird way to explain that, but it's kind of like a. Like you're. Mm, okay, how do I put this? Okay, simple example: people are willing to give up their their rights and stuff like that because they think that is gonna affect, you know, I mean, these other people because because just out of hate, people's minds become super dumbed down when it comes to mat, like to to a sense of purpose and having a common enemy. They don't care about nothing else. All these people were the same no matter what. Just like in, you know, in World War Two, after uh, the attack on Pearl Harbor, there were three hundred thousand. American-born Japanese people that were put in internment camps that were that were completely, you know, you had 10 people in one-room shacks, you know what I mean, like, dirty water drinking, n- 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 terrible school shit like that. They were detained for years. People that were literally born here in America. You know what I mean? But they didn't... It didn't matter, you feel me? And people, nobody said anything about it, because it's just like, well, the Japanese uh, attacked Pearl Harbor, so fuck it. We put those people in there. They could be spies or whatever, but these people were Japanese-Americans. They were born here in America. They're they're American. You know what I mean? They, you know... So, but people don't care about that. Um, same thing with... Um, you look at um, how people think about a lot about, about black people, you feel me? Like, people... That are that are dumbed down, that are bigots or whatever. It's like, mm, well, all these black people are ghetto and they're this and they're that or whatever. You feel me? And people who have that common that that common hate. You feel me? Perpetuate that. You look at any type of extreme group, may it be the the KKK, the new Nazi party, or even the new Black Panther party. You feel me? They they all came together based off of hate, and that hate gives them a purpose people were fucking stupid you give them a common fucking enemy and they're just with it yeah you know i mean not knowing they're being brainwashed but some people like being brainwashed because people are stupid i mean they literally you know i could probably tell somebody that you know i don't know just some random ass lie and and enough people believe it they tell somebody they'll just fucking believe it they won't fact check it or nothing that's crazy so i think people should be more awake about that or whatever but that is the first rule people are stupid that is literally just a fact of life people are stupid you know what I mean? Like, and they're deceptible. People are deceptible to so many lies. It happens every day around us. Hell, you probably you probably got lied to today and you probably believed it. You never know. Hell I probably got lied to today and probably believed it. Because people are just stupid. But that's all I gotta say about that one. I'll get to the second rule in a second. Thanks, guys. Hey, welcome back, guys, to segment two on Wizard's Rules. Uh now we're gonna go on rule number two. Uh Wizard rule number two is um <clears throat> One of my favorites, actually, and the one the most like heartening to me, um, it goes like this: the greatest harm can cause, the greatest harm can result from the best intentions. It is explained in the book as follows. It sounds a paradox, but kindness and good intentions can be an insidious path to destruction. Sometimes doing what seems right is wrong and can cause harm. The only counter to it is knowledge, wisdom, forethought, and understanding the first rule. Even then, this is not always enough. Violating, violation can cause anything from discomfort to disaster to death. Okay, when I first read that, I was fucked in the head. I was like, God damn it, because I really, everything I do has the best intentions, but it it's it so true when you, when you, when when it goes into rule number one. You got the best intentions, but when you're, you have to realize you're dealing with stupid people to begin with. And, like, I've seen so many things deserve, like, so many good things that I try to cause harm to people because of just the way, either the way I've said it, or thought it was because of the way I said it, or me being quote unquote heartless by saying the stuff or whatever. But it's like not that. It's just I'm going against the first rule already, but w- without realizing people were people were stupid. But um, I've seen people like uh like take for example someone who is in an abusive relationship. You know, a girl's getting beat up by her boyfriend or whatever, and you being a male friend of hers, right. you you know you go over there and you want to fight this dude you have the best intentions in heart but what happens if he dies you kill him you end up in this disaster now now you going to jail for 10 15 20 years for for murder especially if you went over there to his house it's premeditated murder too you know what i'm saying or you go over there and you get killed you feel me you know what i'm saying you you know you, um, your best your intentions were great you know what i mean you wanted to save this person but then now you're you're dead you know what i'm saying and on top of that, you, that's again with the first rule: people are stupid. Her being stupid in general for being in this situation, you feel me? Like that's what cause you problems because of just because of that. Um, so, like, uh, like, uh, and I think this goes to a lot of just about any facet of life. You know what I mean? Like even now, from the bigger things to the real small things. Like me, I rain, I I regularly every day give my change or a couple of dollars to the people at the store. You know, I mean, when I leave the store and just, well, one guy who's there the you know, a chubby, uh, younger white dude, he's gotta be like in his thirties, you know what I mean? He's about my age. Chubby dude with a beard, you know, he's just really dirty all the time and stuff. He's a nice guy. I mean, I've talked to him a lot and I gave him change, I gave him dollars or whatever, you know what I mean? But my intentions are great because I want to help him, but it's, it's causing harm because I know what he's doing with that money. He's going to buy more beer and it perpetuates the cycle of him being homeless and being an alcoholic, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I could talk to him. Yeah, how, how, how weird is that? As I just think about it now. I'm sitting there talking to him about me being 100-some-odd days in recovery. But here, here's a few bucks. You know what I mean? Like, you know, so it, you know, and stuff like that. Um, Kind of like, um. I, I had a situation once where I didn't do the right thing because I knew it would cause harm. But I think the only reason why I did that or why I didn't do that is I knew it would cause me harm. So a few years ago, I was living at this this chick's house, was living at, um, at, um, Rage Island, if anybody knows where Rage Island is, and the girl who, the, the, the proprietor of the house, the sole proprietor of the house, she lived there, and among other people, and her, her boyfriend lived there, um, and he was a, you know, you know, he was a, he wasn't the, the, you know, he was, he was, he was, he was promiscuous, you know what I mean, he was, you know, sleep, you know, hooking up with all these girls or whatever, um, I lived there too, I slept on the couch, um, She's hooking up with all these girls, you know what I mean? I knew firsthand of him hooking up with girls or whatever, and I never told her. Other people knew, too, and didn't say anything to her, you know what I mean? Like, but I didn't never tell her until about a year later when she moved to another house and her and dude were on the rocks or whatever or back together, not back together, you know, you know, every other week together, not together. I'm like on a whole bunch of coke, and I told her about it. Honestly, I felt guilty about not telling her. And I told her, she was just really pissed on why I didn't tell her. What the fuck? I let you sleep on my couch and you wanted to tell me. I'm like, bro, if you didn't, you have to understand the position I was in. If you didn't believe me, I would be homeless. She's like, no. I'm like, yes. Yeah. If I I told you during that time that this person was cheating on you, multiple people, you you, you being in depth with this relationship, emotional with this person, him and you back, bro, I'm the victim here now. He'll, he'll convince you that I'm lying, you feel me, and you believe it, and, I, and then I get, I'm getting kicked out. So that's one situation where I had the best intentions at heart and chose not to do the right thing because I knew it would cause me harm. I would have, if I would have, and there's times where, there's times where I fucked that up and did the, and did the right thing, and that person didn't believe me, and I still become the victim. I saw that happening in that situation, and I had to look out for number one. Yeah, I don't think it's cool that your boyfriend's cheating on you. Yeah, I don't think it's cool that, you, as you, that, that you're taking care of this dude and he, and he wants to run around on you. But if you're doing that already and you, you love him and you trust him, you're not going to trust me because I'm just a fucking alcoholic coke addict sleeping on your couch. I know my role. You feel me? I know where I'm at, I, where I'm seeing that in your brain. There would been no reason for you to believe me. And it would, and if that, it would have been, even if you did believe me, it wouldn't have took that much for you to convince him and on to, uh, to, him to convince you otherwise. And even if he couldn't, Y'all would have ended up being fine. I would have been homeless still. So, because he would have convinced her, oh, he's just jealous about relationship, yada, yada. So, you know, now he got he needs to leave. Then you'll be with it. You ju- then you jump on it. Come on now. So, again, that's a situation where I didn't do the right thing. But it's hard to know what the right thing is. And But you have to, not just that, but it's hard not to do the right thing, even though you know it can cause harm. Cause I always like to do the right thing, but then there's some there like I said there's like that situation. There's sometimes where I don't I don't tell people shit. But honestly, I think I only do that when it when it actually directly involves me. And that situation was very directly involved with me. I had a i i had a I had a I had a definitely had a, an interest in that. You know what I mean, well I had a you know I had a stake in that. I was gonna if I didn't live there I probably would have said something. Cause I mean I would have took him being mad at me whatever. But living there in that situation, no, nah, mm mm I ain't saying shit. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But that's rule number two. Uh, I might get on rule number three here in a minute. Um, just depends on how I feel. I kind of want to get out here and enjoy a little bit of this weather. But thanks for listening, guys. Okay, welcome back. We're back with segment three um, on Wizards Rules. All right. Wizards Rule number three. Passion rules reason. That's the third rule. Passion rules reason. It is explained, explained in the novel as follows. Letting your emotions control your reasoning may cause trouble for you, for yourself and those around you. Um, damn. I have let that one happen quite a few times. Um, me being a person that prides myself on being very logical or whatever, when things that I'm passionate about, I become very illogical. May it be politics or a female or something like that. I'm just, logic is out the damn reasoning is out the door. Especially, I've been very susceptible to that when it comes to females that I've liked or whatever, because... The reasoning, my reasoning, uh, is it, gone out the door. So I'm allowing stuff to be done to me that that I wouldn't normally allow. Um, I'm allowing myself to be put through things I wouldn't allow. I'm putting myself in situations that I wouldn't. You know what I mean? That reasonably aren't correct because my passion is running everything. It's driving everything. You know what I mean? And um, that's a terrible thing. There are people. You know what I mean? That I have to like I've explained yesterday in my um podcast. There are some females I have to completely just cut off, and I've noticed that now because of the fact that I am honest with myself and I know that my reasoning is not there when it comes to that passion about them. You know, what I mean, um, some people, some other, there's other people in my life too that are like that. I've dealt with dealt with, with shit like that. There are some friends of mine that I'm passionate about, about about and I care about them, and that fucks with my reasoning because then again I'm allowing myself to put up with shit that I don't allow from other people because of you know this person or, or, or one or two people, you know what I'm saying? So then that becomes a problem because my reasoning is just off. Um, but I, I believe that wholeheartedly. There are so many things that people do based off of passion. There's so many crimes committed because of that. Murders, um, you know, mostly murders, murders, assaults, violent crimes. Most of the time it's murder. Um, to, to use the example from the last segment, you know what I mean? Like you, you know, you, you this girl, you know, he's a boyfriend, you go over there, and you kill him, that's a crime of passion, you know what I mean, or primarily, it comes up a lot in, uh, with a wife killing their husband, you know, like, um, they're actually in Texas, I remember this this case 10 years, about 10 years ago, where this lady, she was a dentist, and I forget what her husband did, but he was a, you know, big wig, he had some money, and he was cheating on her with this girl or whatever and she found out about it, and, uh, you know, she blows up, and yada, yada, but he, it promises her, He's gonna, He promises his wife he's going to break things off with his with his, his mistress. And um, one night, she follows him, tracks his phone, and finds him at a hotel. And she has this 16-year-old daughter. She has his 16-year-old daughter in the passenger seat of the car. And she goes, the guy comes out, the hotel lobby with this other woman. They walk to the car, and she speeds around the corner and runs this guy over, runs him down. It's actually all on videotape. She runs him over and goes around the parking lot, runs him over three more times in a circle. She gets out the car, checks on him. Her being a dentist, she his teeth are falling out and shit. So just so she knew that's one of the things that the prosecution was saying that she knew what damage she did to him. She, you know, she's holding his teeth in her hands. Um, she was found guilty, but um, the, her defense attorney brought up a um legitimate legal argument, legal defense of sudden passion. And, uh, which tr- sudden passion does not vary on if someone is guilty or not guilty. It's just on the penalty phase, um, of, the, of, of, of the case. And I'll explain, I'll read to you what sudden passion means by law, the law in Texas. Sudden passion means passion directly caused by an uprising, by a, by a, by a, by and arousing shit. Let me start that over. Sudden passion means passion directly caused by and arising out of provocation by the individual killed or another acting with the person killed, which passion arises at the at the time of the offense, and is not solely the result of the former provocation. So basically, in a sense, from what I'm gathering, it's saying that this person, the person committing the crime, is guilty of the crime, but you know what I mean, like that passion played a factor in their reasoning which this happened. So Texas, of course, who's like a you know, Texas is the fucking the forefront for crazy criminal defenses, trust me, and crazy cases. And um I remember, like I said before, this goes on to the penalty phase, not about guilt or innocence. So this is this is actually taken into account in her penalty phase. So she got convicted of manslaughter and um convicted of manslaughter, vehicular manslaughter, and um she ended up getting only ten years in prison. She was looking at eighteen to twenty two. But with the sudden passion, they the, the judge took that into account in her sentencing. Um, I just think that's, at, at first when I thought about it, I thought that shit was crazy. Me and my mom are watching this shit unfold you know, 10, 15 years ago on the news, and she's like, you know, her being a woman, like, you know, something like that, cheat on me, a woman, and they go crazy, you know what I mean? So, um, there's a, there's, that's just an example. There have been a lot, there's so many things that happen like that off of passion, you know what I mean, like. You know, I've seen, I was, you know, I was watching the first 48 and some guy had, um, went over his, his girl's house. Um, well, um, uh, the girl, this black girl was, his other black guy was in Cleveland. This, this two African-American couple, they were together and her baby's dad came over to her house, her house tripping or whatever. And her, him and the dude were outside arguing. He shot him, he shot her baby's dad five times, killed him. He flees off. The police come there, and they're asking their questions. They're like, dude, like, the neighbors are all telling us that they, they were the only two people out there. He's dead, and your boyfriend's not here. I mean, so what's up? And, you know, the shell casings were there and shit. And he ended up getting, like, 20 years. But that's, a, again, that's like a crime, a crime of passion. you right there arguing with your, your, your girlfriend's baby's dad, you know, about whatever bullshit. And you make a decision to kill this person because you're letting your passion rule your reasoning reasonably, you'd be like, okay, this is not, it's not, you know what I mean, whatever. That's why, I've seen a lot of cases like that with, with, with a lot of women with guys, like, um, I have, um, like, I've seen cases where guys have went out to straight kill dudes over a girl, you know what I mean, just like with, like, what I was just talking about, but just straight up, oh, he talking to my girl or whatever, I'm gonna go, blast that fool, I'm like, wait, what, you gonna, you gonna go, for what, man, that's my heart, man, I love her, no, 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 you ain't about to go shoot, you going to shoot that man for what? Now you're about to do 25 to life. What, you going to just be able to say you held your baby down? You know what I mean? Like, hey, that was my girl, so I shot him. Like, no, that's, re- reasonably that sounds stupid. But passion-wise, you know, in your mind, and in your, you know, in your heart or whatever, that sounds like a good idea. But again, that's re- your reasoning being taken out of the whole thing. Um, Same thing with females, you know, where they go beat the shit out of some girl because that this girl slept with a boyfriend or whatever. First of all, you need to be booping his ass. But they don't do that. Then I'm gonna go beat her up because that's my man. You feel me? That's all passion. Now you looking at assault charges or battery charges or both. You feel me? Because your dude want to be a cheater. You know what I mean? So yeah, that passion is a motherfucker. It's seriously, this a serious motherfucker. Um, you know, girls that um, there's been cases where um, they even tried to um, um, talk about Susan Smith which, I mean, if any of you don't know who that is, she was a lady in 94 who drowned two of her kids in the Carolinas, and, you know, she... First of all, she was on TV saying that somebody kidnapped her. She said a black man kidnapped her kids. A black... Really? Bitch. Bitch, I know black men that don't even want their own kids. Somebody want your white babies. No offense to them being white, but she was, like, broke. And it's not like... First of all, a, white, a black dude ain't kidnapping two white kids in general. It's just not happening. That shit just don't happen. Maybe they was the family was rich, but she ain't had no money. So she's on TV crying about wanting her kids back for like a week, and the police started investigating her, and they realized that she admits that she drowned her kids. But what they figured out afterwards, they kind of figured out a reason why. And she never admitted this is why she did it, but she was you know, having an affair with a big wig in the small town they was in, and uh, he broke it off with her by basically writing her a note saying he didn't want a ready-made family. So in her mind, she thought if I got rid of my kids, you know, I could, you know, be with him. Reasonably, she wasn't thinking correctly, because she was thinking with passion, you know what I mean? Thinking like, okay, well, this is what he wants, he doesn't want somebody with kids, so I'm gonna get rid of my kids, maybe that can work out. But no, that just didn't, you know, that's not what it was, and then now she drowned her kids, and then what? She didn't think about what happened afterwards, she's gonna just tell, you know, keep up with that lie or whatever for so long, you know what I mean, it doesn't work that way, but at in that moment, that passion is in her brain, and that's it, you feel me, so... Um, but, yeah, like, that whole, you know, that whole, that whole thing in general, like, like I've said, I've dealt with that, too, with my life, with putting passion before anything, and that almost happened with me a couple days ago, it's, or yesterday, it started happening, you know what I mean, like, straight up, it was definitely that fucking passion over reason, and that's not a, that, that's just not a good thing, so, yeah, but, um, I may, let me think if I'm gonna do another segment on rule four, actually, you know what, I'll just do three today, and then um, I'll get on the rest maybe later today or tomorrow. I'm going to submit. I'm going to publish this one. And then maybe do the rest later so I can get out here and hopefully get out here and catch some of the sunlight. Thanks, guys. For, thanks again, guys, for listening. I, I seriously appreciate it. And I appreciate everybody who hits me up and they say, hey, you know, I like that. Or, hey, you know, or somebody plugging me on, on Facebook or something. Like, hey, you know, listen to this or whatever. I appreciate that because, you know, I try to my, – my job isn't to necessarily entertain. It's just to share what I know, you know what I mean, and share – with people, and so, some people get something out of it, some people don't, either way it goes, I'm happy you guys are listening, you know what I mean, you don't have to agree with everything I say, I hope that you don't, well, I want people to, some people not to doctor, agree, so we can get a different view, you know, but yeah, but I still, still gladly appreciate you guys listening, thanks.